remember slipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black thing, is all I can call it. Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, January 10th, 2021. I'm your host, your guide, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with, well, my compadre downstairs, Mr. Chris Bennett. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mr. Steve. How are you today, sir? I am wonderful, good, uh, good. but before we do anything tonight, mm-hmm. uh, he made mention of it, but I wished him, Mr. Walt hits his happy five oh. zero, and you know we are blessed to have him. With happy us birthday, on, Walt! On birthday, happy birthday to you, yeah. Walt! So anyway, let's let's do the quick roll call. Of course, B, our our most avid fan there. Hi, B. Ten minutes <laughs> to go in the showroom. She was actually here twelve <laughs> minutes to go. Uh, Mr. Cam Young, hello, Cam. Good to see you, my brother. John, Cameron, John, good seeing good you. See you, Cam. Uh, another hey, new John. <laughs> Frank, Frank's there across the welcome, pond. Frank. Hello, Frank. Lance, welcome. I don't think we've seen you here before. Hey, but if, if we have yeah, first time in the chat room, hello, welcome, and make welcome. yourself at home. Pull a chair up. Have a good night. We're going to have some some very interesting conversation. A little more offbeat than most other big. Of course, we have Charlie Wonton is in the house. Hello, Charlie. Charlie. Hello there. Um, 
Diane, Diane, good to see you. Diane. And uh, hey, we got Low Rider in the house. Oh, cool. John, John, good seeing you. That handsome fish he's got. John. We got Terry, good Terry. Terry. Our buddy. Oh, really? <laughs> Hello, Ron. Good to see you. <laughs> and I am in Chris. Hey, Ron. The greetings, mortals. Hello. Hello, I'm Chris. Welcome. Oh, well, glad to all see you here tonight. And wait, boy, we got an interesting topic. But uh, how's the weather been with you, Chris? Okay. Well, yeah, man, it's, it's been really nice. Uh, you know, it's a little little chilly, but uh, light jacket, you know, nothing. Everything's fine. Oh, well, right now it is a, I mean, uh, it is right now, I think it's a, hang on. It's a balmy 18 degrees here. Oh, my uh -oh. watch dog. And the dogs are a muck. Sorry. No, 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 no apologies necessary. I'll be right back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bribe them with some treats. I'll be right back. <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah. Well, well, Chris bribes the uh, the animals with treats. I, I I hope everybody's had a great week. Um, you know, uh, as people know, I've I've got a couple of herniated discs. I'm still dealing with it. I wasn't even sure we were going to kick off a show today because it was really cranking on me today. But you know, what, what I find myself doing is the more I move, the better I feel. So here I am, uh, and uh, awaiting the treat feeding of Chris's. Little Yorkies and uh, Yorkies are great dogs. They're just loud. And uh, well, let's do a couple other things too. Uh, Jimmy Trick wishes uh, Walt the good. <laughs> Having a little bit of a uh, issue with the board all of a sudden. A delay. Um, yeah. And like right now, I got thanks. That's not what I clicked on. Oh, oh, Ted, good to see you. Hi, Ted. And uh, um, I, I don't know what happened. The, the board gets a little glitchy now. I noticed with the on there seems to be a delay once in a while. I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but at least um, uh, you know, Streamyard with another company today, and of course, Streamyard is our provider here. And according to the the folks at Streamyard, the good folks at Streamyard, they say everything is going to pretty much. They joined a video conference co uh, company called, I believe, Hot Point or Hot. Uh, oh, I got to look at this more carefully. Um, and I apologize for not being as prepared. Uh, like I said, I was um, hitting Whoa. some. I should have had the bag of dog treats here by my side, but I didn't think about it because they've been so well behaved today. Yeah. So folks, just so you know, um, we got a message from StreamYard today. So we have some exciting news. StreamYard has officially joined the leading virtual element platform, Hopin. Um, Dan and I, that's the owners of StreamYard, always said that we're in it for the long haul and nothing has changed there. We will run StreamYard as a separate brand, laser focused on serving you uh what they say is they're going to have resources uh more resources resources to move faster yeah good. So, uh what they're going to eventually do is you know we have this wonderful platform and, and just recently they added so the reason why you're only seeing two screens instead of a squatch d tv screen and uh oh we got to say hello to ed good to see hey, you ed, welcome and of course now it doesn't want to hide come on there we go. Um, oh, uh, yeah, you know, and what I've noticed is that, you know, we, we've gone to only 
two screens instead of three. I don't have to run this show with a second computer anymore. They've added some some video stuff to it that I can put my intros and outros, and they're small. What they are going to do for the future is they're going to also involve a platform. You can actually just um, put your videos up any size. So if we want to show a, a half-hour video clip, we can do that and analyze it. Uh, because they're very receptive to writing is to have the ability to pause and to unmute your nice stuff here. So uh, I think my end is locking up, Steve. So I'm just you're in and out for me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I yeah, there is some issues with uh, Chris's side of the show tonight. But um, Chris, do you have me? Yet? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like you're getting a little internet burp down your way. That's causing me to freeze up. If anybody is experiencing freeze-ups on the YouTube side or the Facebook side, just throw a comment out there. We'll see them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm in and out there, too. I And, uh, you know, I'm not – well, I could be because I'm moving. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Apparently, this is not an issue with my computer or my – uh, my bandwidth. Um, um, I believe. Maybe I believe it's yeah. it maybe the streamyard issue. Yeah. Um, so I will run some diagnostics later on my computer just to verify that. But I don't see any reason why things. I'm actually hardwired my computer, so I don't see where uh, there would be any issues there in particular. But I digress. So um, I don't know. To, well, it's uh, not fun if we don't get to talk about technical glitches. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea what, why things are streaming in and out, especially since we're only using one computer now. Um, yeah, they're even having sound issues. Mm. Uh, flip. Yeah, Shane's got it. The elephant in the room is creating some yeah. blockage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there seems to be. All right, so uh, let me just pop over here. Oh, I don't want to do that. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to go over to the Facebook community and go, oh, come on, where is it? We'll take care of this real quick. Give me one second, people. I appreciate uh, your uh, um, your patience on this. Um, okay, so stream my page. Uh, okay, there we go. So <laughs> now, Stephen Strofer. <laughs> I haven't. We're uh, looking for one, Steve. <laughs> what's that? Oh, I was talking to uh, the Bigfoot Books man here, the Bigfoot Books guy, Stephen oh. Stroper. Anyone seen an elephant around here? We're looking for one. Uh, Terry, Terry Shield. I think uh, it's all freezing up. Yeah, well, I think they're having some issues with String Guard tonight. I believe that's what it is. Because the uh, internet is seems to be working good on this end, and it's working good for Steve too. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Walt says the men in black uh, probably is Walt. Uh, 
Oh, chat room is hopping. I can barely keep up with you guys. Uh, Jamie Nightingale said the internet is so busy with all the lockdowns. That's true. I'll bet you the bandwidth is like increased tenfold ever, since everybody had to stay home. I know that's what I do. Get on the internet, you know, and shopping online. Everybody's shopping online. So I just put a comment into uh, into this. The same time, the people who run StreamYard are having their own podcast, which probably is the reason why uh, uh, there's a little thing, because I bet you dollars to donuts with the announcement they put out today being acquired by Hoppin. Yeah, I bet you a lot of people, every StreamYard host, except us, because we're here, is probably <laughs> over there going, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> You know, because no, no lie. I mean, I agree to what they, you know, I understand what they said to us, but you always have that gut feeling. Okay. What's coming. Yeah. Um, you always have that, that feeling, uh, you know, you're, but you know, that's the way it goes though. You have a, a new tech company starts out and then they get acquired by a bigger tech company and everybody gets lots of money in their pocket and it's, it's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. if, uh, if everything works, okay. <laughs> yep. If everything stops working, okay, maybe not so great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. These technical uh, no. difficulties kind of have you pining for the days of Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Still, no. still love the, still love this format. This is great, man. So people are wondering what the hell is the elephant in the room, and wow. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. We just had a. So. And, um, I'm just, I'm just looking to see if there's any comments in my stream here post, but what they may have done is they may have gone on the, the thing. It. So maybe that'll fix the issue. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes they may say, "Okay, let's switch him into another." It was that? Hopefully. <clears throat> um. But anyway, uh, people were asking me. Yeah, Walt, it's freezing up here too. I, I was wondering if, uh, if Steve, Steve was just freezing on my screen, uh, but. I can hear a few words, Stephen, and you'll freeze up and it stops. And then a few seconds later, it pops back yeah. up. I hate that. Yeah. <coughs> so I, I, it seems to be a YouTube problem as well. I don't see anybody from Facebook commenting, hey, we're having problems too. Facebook, uh, any other Facebook people uh, out there having? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walt does too. Yeah. So Walt. yeah, it's got to be a StreamYard issue then. Um, Okay. Yeah, it seems okay now, Campson. So hopefully they they they're working on it. Um, but anyway, uh, the elephants in the room. There's a lot of elephants in the room, and there's a lot of podcasts out there. Um, and there's a lot of shows, and there's a lot of people that present evidence. And every once in a while, you come across a piece of background on a particular person that you know. As a person, I have to be. 
doing what I do, I have to be the arbiter of whether or not to put that piece of information out there. And I'll give you a, a couple of, of examples. Uh, last year, we had the Bigfoot peeper. And it turned out that the Bigfoot peeper actually was a, uh, a sex offender, and he had an arrest record for child molestation. It does not have anything, anything to do with the hoax. But what it has to do is the safety of the community in that particular case, because he, his arrest was for child molestation. Yeah. And there was a time where he actually worked years later after his conviction, he moved back, he moved to Colorado mm. and he worked as a Santa's helper. Oh man. And it shut the whole thing down uh, for the day because of that. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you know, that, that, you know, to me, that information, it, it has to be out there because what's next with this guy? Is he going to say, oh, I'll take you guys out there or, you know, you just don't know where, where that's going to turn. But I felt that was pertinent information that here we have this guy and I understand now psychologically what it would, to me, it wasn't all about safety, but about perhaps some motive. You know, mm -hmm. you're a sex offender. You're you're going to be ostracized by a lot of people, especially people you know. You know that knew what you did, mm -hmm. and it wasn't like uh, you know a a consensual thing. This was molestation. Yeah. So that was it. Was you know, um, so you you got to look at that from that aspect of do you put that out there? Well, in my, in my my instance, yes, because now it's about protection of people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It has to be known because this guy was uh, purposely not using his first name, using his middle name and his last name to put mm. this stuff out there. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, thus concealing who he was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Mick, unfortunately, <laughs> I, uh, I have a very clean connection. Uh, I actually have a 400 megabyte internet connection that's hardwired to this computer. It's not even on Wi-Fi. So I don't think it's my actions coming from this computer. I think it's the the interlink between StreamYard to the services like YouTube and Facebook. I think that's what's going on. It's because I can see Chris fine back and forth, even when he says he can't see me. To me, that's a StreamYard outgoing issue. I'm not yes. having issues. I'm not locking up here. I can I can see the chat. I can hear Chris even when he says, "Hey, you're locked up." He's not locking up on me. So to me, that, that that's not a connectivity that's issue. A, that's yeah. a stream issue, yeah. That's a stream issue. Um. So the uh. So that was very important that I put that information next, and I haven't mentioned this on on the show before, but it's been on my Facebook page. It was up for a, a couple of weeks, and I took it down. But there was the whole inc incident with D Doss, uh, from the uh, Bigfoot Dogman Research Project. Um, back, I think, uh, God, when was this beginning of the end of November, maybe even the beginning of November, um, Mr. Das had been arrested for, or had been in trouble for domestic violence. And somebody had gotten on his YouTube page. I believe it's the family that was involved, his girlfriend and posted a couple of videos. One appeared to be showing, um, being pushed down on a bed and D screaming at her using profanity and kids are there. Kids. Yeah. Uh, then we find out that Mr. Das has had a 
uh, a, a, a domestic battery issue going back for seven years, you know, okay. Yeah. I, my understanding is, um, I don't care what Ken Walker says. It's not real proven. Not real. The guy never owned the property. He said he owned He does not own property. He rents this little place in the middle of a neighborhood. He does not own any property. Check the, check the records. No. So. And, and, and exactly who is Ken Walker? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my friend Freddie says it's real. Well, then it's got to be. Yeah. Real. We went through the, the whole peeper thing. I don't know what episode it was, but it was. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look at the peeper episode. We even, yeah. we even tracked the lights in the back of the picture from where he currently lives. Yeah. So and it's no big secret. Um, and if you think of the story, the story was stupid. Um, you know, he's sitting there looking at this thing for eight minutes. Then his wife walks in the room. Well, geez, you know, if you see something looking in the window, what, the first thing you would be doing is saying, hey, honey, look at this. You know, then after filming it for allegedly 10 minutes, he puts the camera down and then pulls his gun out because why? <laughs> and his wife runs out of the room screaming and calls the sheriff's department. Well, he never claims which sheriff's department was called. Why? Because he doesn't know what county that property's in. <laughs> I don't think. Um well, one thing's for certain, my wife would probably come in the room, but she would run in there to find out why I was shooting through the window. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, then not anybody, but anybody peeping in my window, you know, well, fair here, warning. Here's, here's the other thing, too. Um, he says, uh, now, mind you, I've already searched the records. He doesn't own any property like he says he does in, any, in the, the county he says he does. <laughs> yeah, okay. So then he shoots. Uh, he doesn't shoot. I'm sorry. He puts the camera down, pulls the gun out, and that was the end of the the the, the thing. Whatever. Yeah, Walt said, grab the shotgun first. Call cops second. So, uh, so here, here's the here's the other interesting thing. Okay, so now we have this ridiculous story. Why didn't you pull the gun in the first place? Well, you're gonna yeah about your safety. What? Yeah. What? Um. So. So then the 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 video gets lost in a fire at his mother's house. Well, that's the funny thing is, is his family is from Indiana, not from Colorado. <laughs> that's where the molestation charges occurred was in Indiana. Um, and then he moved out of Dodge. Proving the old adage, you can run, but you can't hide. Right. <laughs> so you have all this stuff that says, okay, he doesn't own property where he says he doesn't live where he says he lives. Um, you have this crazy, not matching any uh, psychologically correct type of reactions. And, and those are the kind of things that over time, and we had, in fact, when we did the Bigfoot people, we had Ben Radford on. Remember Ben Radford was yeah. on that? Yeah. And okay. he was kind of amazed that, you know, I looked at it from a, a, a psychology point of view. Yeah, you know, like the the person that sees a bigfoot in the woods with a kid, and they're like, "Oh, look, there's a bigfoot! Oh, look, see!" And the little kid's like, "Yeah, look at the bigfoot!" Fake. Do you know why? <laughs> because if you see a giant creature you've never seen before, <laughs> the first thing you're going to do is worry about protecting uh, that child. Uh, yeah. You see exactly. a bear. Oh, you're going to protect the child. You see a mountain lion. You're going to protect the child. Then you see something bigger than a bear, bigger than a mountain lion, and you're going to sit there and point and go, "Oh, oh my god." 
No, it doesn't work that way. Oh, no. look, it's a Bigfoot. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just from a psychological aspect, put people in the right frame of mind to watch these videos. And then you shouldn't get like a five-second clip of a video. You should get before, after. Kind of like what you got in the <laughs> film. Kind of what you got in, in, the, in the, the Freeman footage. You get the before and after. I'm not saying they're correct either, but at least they're more compelling and easier to and, and more to go, hmm, this is very interesting. Yeah. Because you know, you're only going to take a five second video of a Bigfoot, you're not going to go afterwards, like hey, what you know, hell, you know, that Bigfoot's there, my phone's going to be going on until I'm I'm pretty sure it's out of the area. So, yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, whether it's the first time or the second or third time you've seen a Bigfoot, it's like wide eyes, deer in the headlights, you know, oh, there it is, you <laughs> know, it's not like. Oh, look at the Bigfoot. Isn't he cute? No. Camera right next to my... Oh, there we go. Another little clip. Uh, mm. uh, there's my... Uh, you know, I have my camera sitting right next to me on my... my, my you know, that was the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing was, it was a farce. And um, after he got exposed, he kind of disappeared off the face of the map. Of course. Yeah. He got he got outed. Hey 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 hey. Oh, we got another co-host. <laughs> and that that is correct. Um. So you have that that whole mystique there, and really his criminal charges were not necessarily part of the narrative per se, but it was put out there for protection and for as a possible motive, because when a person is feels by themselves, he's looking to make himself something in the community for his ego, for, you know, um, you know, so you, you got to kind of look at that. Um, you know, the whole DDoS thing was put out there because, again, he's a podcaster claiming to be one thing and a very religious and righteous man. Mm. And we find out that that's farthest from the truth. Um, people go through, part of my friends, people go through shit. They, people go through bankruptcies, divorces, lawsuits, stuff like that. I don't think that's pertinent necessarily, information yeah. that goes out there. I mean, I've been there. I've been through. And, you know, uh, hey, I'll, I'll give you full, full disclosure. I filed bankruptcy in 1997 because I got divorced and I had a big credit load on me. And there I am now having to pay child support for three children and trying to, to find my way out of my house. So, yeah, I had to make some moves which financially made the right choice for me at the particular time. Um, and well, how these things happen, especially you know during a breakup of a marriage. You know that's that's normal. But and and the, and the last time I was married, I got hit with a few lawsuits over that one too. And guess what, Chris? I mm. won every one. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not really fair. You got two people who compile debts, and then one of them try to get out scot free. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'm not even saying that was the case. Yeah. I mean, I took the debt load on that. Could I have made a big thing of it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, this was bus and this was spent on this and this one. But no, I took the debt load. I manned up. And that's who I am. I'm, you know, okay, whatever. I, I'm going to man up. So, yeah, I took the debt. 
no no ill feelings towards that. In fact, my my my, my ex and I get along very well. Uh, my first wife, the mother of my children, we get along yes. very well. So, yes, yes, uh, that works out sometimes. It does. You can be best of friends, but you just can't live under the same roof. And that that's a fact, you know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, moving forward, um, uh, there is a couple of shows. And, and now I'm going to get into the Bigfoot, more Bigfoot stuff. Mm. Uh, there was a show. There's a show out there, a podcast uh, that is called uh, Pac West, Pac Northwest Bigfoot. And uh, it's run by a guy by the name of David Boozer. Nice, seems like a nice guy. Um, uh oh, OT in the house. <laughs> Welcome, OT. <laughs> and also, Mr. Rod's in the house as well. Rod. Hello, Quick Witty. Um, <clears throat> so we have all these different um, 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 things, but now we're, we're talking about Pac West. Uh, it's run by David Boozer. And I've done a video. Um up, Sean. Uh, Sean's in here too. Hello, Sean. Good to see you, Ted. And hi, Sean. Um, and of course, Mick with the meatloaf. <laughs> um, infamous meatloaf. So, so we have this pack now. So I I posted a video saying, "Hey, folks, in case people are wondering, Pack West North Bigfoot, and I've seen it quoted, it's not authentic." He even admits, "Here's the clip of him admitting that." Well, doesn't Mr. Boozer file a copyright claim on me, even though I'm using it under fair use, which I could have fought it. So I just took it down, you know, whatever. But you can't stop free speech, and this is what this is. So we have a show like Pac-Man, where it may be cool, it's for entertainment purposes, really cool. Then you have a, a show like... Um, the Sasquatch Chronicles. And people are going to go, oh, he's going he's going to go after Sasquatch Chronicles. Well, um, yeah, there was a little history with me and Sasquatch Chronicles. <laughs> Why am I seeing so many Yeti? I have no idea. And I'll tell you why, because people around the country have a shared interest in what the Yeti is. Yep. I'll watch him. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, and this all goes back to where Wes wanted me on a show, but we never made it happen. Um, and then there was the question about him and Woody's, his brother Woody, Woody Pratt, in his sighting. Um, there is some very interesting stuff going on there. Um, I get approached by some members of the Mid America Bigfoot uh, Research um, Association crew there. They may be RC, and they said, "Hey, listen, uh, we need to tell you about this guy named uh, uh, um, what the hell was his name? Barnett? No, not Barnett. Shit." I hate when I, I have a brand because I got so many things going through my head. <laughs> but anyway, this this guy was taking people for money. Oh. And uh, what happened was, is he set these expeditions up, charged everybody, you know, I think $1,000 a piece. Whoa. 
Wow. And he got the money. But then he got busted on his last expedition by the National Park Service because he was taking him into the National Park. Oh, that's you, handy. You can't do that. You can't charge money for people and take them into yep. the National Park. It's a big no-no. You have to be yep. licensed to do that. Um, so anyway, um, he ended up uh, um, uh, not returning the money to people. Mm. And um, don't like that. I'm just trying to find this guy's name, and I can't for the life of me right now. And of course, yeah, me too, Steve. I, I know who you're talking about, but uh, trying to think of his name, and it's gone. It's not there. Yeah, it's not not at all. <laughs> um, but he used to have this guy in as a co-host of his show all the time, and he used to promote these expeditions on his show all the time. And I had a conversation with him, and and then. Uh, Mo Show came out with this, you know, audio that um, this guy had been showing his his people. Yeah, and letting the actually that this is a a Bigfoot growl. That's it. Thank you, Pat Bob Garrett. Um. Oh yeah, Bob Garrett. Yeah, I kinda, on, Chris, I, that's everybody. why I said Barrett because yeah, I everybody. Barrett. Yeah. Bob Garrett. Bob Garrett. Yep. Um. Thank so you. he had actually playing this recording in front of these expeditioners including it wasn't only mo that was telling me this there was another person that was telling me this as well it turns out it's a recording off of youtube you can actually hear a fan in the background that is being recorded um pick up these little details and there was a fan in the background yeah um Well, that's the thing, you know, I mean, uh, some people do these uh, paid uh, expeditions and that's okay for them if, if they want to do that. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to knock them. I, I don't do that. I wouldn't do that. Steve wouldn't do that because uh, it, it could be perceived uh, that you're trying to make money from Bigfooting, you know, and we don't want to be enough. We don't be perceived as, as that at all. Speaking of Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, and you know what? Hey, listen, you spend money out there to put put things up and shows and stuff like that and research. Yeah, you're entitled to. If you want to do a paid expedition? You're entitled to do it. Just do it fair and square. Yeah. Which uh, reminds me, in uh, April fifteenth to the eighteenth, I will be going down to Kentucky with Charlie Raymond Yay. and Ron Bowles, uh, <laughs> where I'll be speaking, and Ron Bowles will be speaking. Uh, on an expedition down in Kentucky. So that's going to be a fun time. Um, um, and uh, there's quite a spirited discussion going on on YouTube right now. Um, we will get to that. Hang on. Hold that thought. Um, uh, well... Oh, I see that one. Yeah. Well, truthfully, he he did get charged with it. Yes. He did get charged with stealing with it. He did get a charge. Yes. I don't know what the, the outcome of it was, but it was in the newspaper uh, posted, and that's where he's referring it. So that, don't be quick to push quick witty over the cliff on that one. <clears throat> yep. Um, yeah. Well, he, you know, uh, there there's a logical explanation, I think. And they're talking about the the Patterson uh, yeah. got uh, not returning. He didn't return the camera. He filmed Patty and, with. And, and 
the other thing, Low Rider, he was supposed to return that camera back in May of '67. <laughs> when it was Patterson Gimlin film shot, yeah. almost five and a half. Yeah, in October of fifty, uh, late October '50 uh, '67. So, um, <laughs> that's a great deal. I'm only charging fifty to hunt, hunting a leprechaun. And uh, everybody gets a free shillelagh stick as well. <laughs> I gotta get the free shillelagh. Um, uh, anyway, um, but yeah, so uh, where were we with this whole Bob guy? So I informed uh, Wes about this. And do you think for a second that Wes would say anything on his show? Would say, hey, listen. No, in fact, I believe he even had Mr. Garrett on his show after being informed of this mm. and being informed that his audio is a hoax and his whole thing was and i had run up even the waveforms on that and you could see the waveforms match and they were they matched each other perfectly and you know well i don't see it <laughs> if you don't see it you're bl either blind or you're just covering your ass mm. and unfortunately that's the way i feel yeah um the other thing I, I, I have an issue with, with the Chronicles is, is they have a lot of anonymous guests. Not that we have anonymous, don't have anonymous guests on once in a great while. Um, but we do, um, uh, we do know their identities. And I'm sure that, that Wes will say, oh, well, I know the identities of my anonymous. But the whole thing is, is and Chris and I, we have been doing this. Chris, you've been on board since 2010. You've been doing You're going on your yeah. 11th year of doing this. I've been doing yeah. it since 2006. So yeah. I'm going on my, my 15th year of doing this. And when you have a witness on a show, it's not always as well polished as it seems to sound on the Sasquatch Chronicles. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying there's something about it. And I'm sure he does have some real guests on, but... I think there's filler in between that, and that's that's what we don't do here. That's why occasionally we have shows like this or shows where we don't have a witness to say, "Hey, listen, tell your story." Yeah. Um, because, uh, wow, you can find 52 Bigfoot witnesses a year, right? With these mm. incredible encounters, these long encounters. How? That's what I have to ask myself. How? That. Yeah. You know. I'm just well, not, you know, I'm just sometimes, I'm just sometimes we get guys on, uh, especially like on the blog talk radio and, uh, you know, they're, they're really nervous. So before the show, you know, Steve and I are talking to them. We're saying, Hey guys, you know, don't be nervous. It's just like a phone, uh, phone call between friends. You know, but don't, don't worry about it. Don't right. think about the other people listening and uh, just talk to us and they're fine. And then all of a sudden they get on the show and they like freeze up, you know, they're like, um, Hey, how did you feel uh, when you saw your Bigfoot? You know, the Bigfoot, were you scared? And they're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the first thing you saw? Um, uh, Bigfoot. Yep. <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, they, and you have to, freeze up sometimes you have to draw these details out of people. Yeah. It's like pulling teeth. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the other interesting thing. Who owns the Sasquatch Chronicles? I don't know. Uh-oh, hang on. We're getting a flash. Uh, a flash message. So I, I gotta I gotta check this out. I gotta see what the message is here because I know well, 
I put mine on mute. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I'm waiting to get. I'm waiting to retrieve that. That's probably well. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. Can you? Uh, yeah. Ken Walker is the uh, a Canadian taxidermist. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, just saying. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. He's a Canadian taxidermist who also um, apparently had some dealings with Todd Standing in the past. Just saying. Yeah, that was the whole deal where they introduced standing to the old, uh, uh, what was it, uh, trap trail or something? Yep. Yeah, right on the money, Chris. Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah. Um, so the fact is, uh, my question is, is, does Wes Germer own the Bigfoot Chronicles? No, it's actually trademarked by a company in Texas. Hmm. Uh, the guy's name who owns the company, it's Crenshaw Media, I believe, or MC Crenshaw Media or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, in, in looking at some of the background on this. Now, I, I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, oh, John. Oh, okay. So, quick, quick, what he says. I think Kent, both him and Quick Sanding are crazy as well. Yeah. So the big thank you. <laughs> um. So when you when you look at who owns it, it's a a a company that owns this. This big corporation that own uh, you know this guy, this media mogul. Now, if you think this media mogul is he's actually from Texas, that's his house. Oh wow! Right. So <laughs> I like that. Yeah, love, yeah, love the driveway. Yeah, got what I'm saying there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. there is something definitely amiss there. Um, and, and that's you know to me, um, like like the Sasquatch Chronicles is trademarked under the Crenshaw Media name, so it's not even. Uh, Wes is just a face behind a an LLC. And he's not even the owner of the LLC. And I'm sure he gets paid very well to do that. Mm. So we don't even know. Now, here's an interesting thing. And, 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 and like I say, there's information to Wes's background that he may not want out there. And you know what? After reviewing it, I don't say it's worth putting out there. Because... Um, if there was any kind of instances of anything, it seems to be a one-off and that's fine. That was, you know, five, seven. So he, you know, people change, people grow up, people move forward. So. Always has these well-polished guests that is so popular that has these nice polished boards. We find out there's a corporation behind it. Why? And in the background search, the very interesting thing I found out that there's no Woody Pratt listed as a brother of his. Hmm. He's got a brother, but his brother's name is Germer. In fact, none of his associations come back. And, and this is what I can do as a private investigator. 
None of his associations come back to a Woody Pratt. So, well, you know, it could be a nickname that's you know just not. Well, I think I think I think I think it's an alias. Yeah. Probably. And that, that to me, if you're, you're going to go and, and lead an alias, oh, this is my brother. What he meant. Well, maybe his brother and his brother wants to hide his name. Okay, fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, but put his name in quotes. Don't say this is my brother, Woody. I also find it really kind of strange that their encounter, that they decided to take a drive in the woods because they were grieving a, a deceased relative. And mm-hmm. um, the interesting thing is, is that... Um, you know, me, uh, like many others, uh, the first place you would really grieve is let's go out and have a few drinks. I don't know. Is it possible? Yes. But we do know there was a lot of data that was collected that kind of debunked their whole sighting. That they claimed there was uh, there was moonlight and there was, it was a new moon. Or they claimed, you know, where they were, they gave coordinates, but the coordinates were off from where they actually were. At this point, and of course, they had this great, you know, encounter where we were surrounded. Okay, yeah. maybe it happened. I wasn't there. But some of their facts that they, they came out about the moonlight, they were incorrect. So that's a big flag. Okay, is what it is. Um, But those are some of the elephants in the room that people just want to, you know, kind of skirt around. And I'm not skirt around those issues. We got to talk about them. Yeah, you know, and um, <laughs> you know, um, well, there's a debate about the Patterson Gimlin film going on. Imagine that. <laughs> and and you know, he, quickly he makes sense. You know, too many people turn to go on Bigfoot, so it's hilarious. You agree with some of that? Um, there's got to be value to it. Yeah, you know, um provided uh classes provided you got to get something from it and if people want to spend a few hundred dollars to be entertained yeah where no harm no foul but if people spend a thousand dollars and don't get anything in return just excuses why we're not returning the money or uh they get fake stuff well then there's an issue yeah, it's not good to, you know, play a, a, a audio clip off YouTube for people. You know, have your buddy in the woods. You know, okay, when I come through here, start that record. I mean, start that uh, uh, jam box up, boom box. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Um. Oh, hey. Um. I'm going to pull up something real quick. Um, <laughs> John says Bigfoot Safari has a nice ring to it. It, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, there are so many, and there are. There's a, there's a one in Ohio. Uh, there's one in um, uh, the Pacific Northwest. They do these Bigfoot tours. Yeah. And these Bigfoot things. And, you know, if you're getting something for it, fine. Um, yeah. You know, who who values what entertainment is? Hey, we're going on a Bigfoot safari. I mean, as long as you're not bullshitting on my guests, that's that's fine. Yeah. I mean, nobody's forcing these people to say here. But in a podcast, if you're going to present bogus stuff on podcasts... And-
entertainment purpose only. Hey, I'm cool with that. Um, look at at somebody, you know, like a, a Sasquatch Chronicles, which may not even be Wes's fault. Think about that. Now he's thrown into this position. Now you have all the and you know where they come from or how they originate, we don't know. Um Now, you're wrong, Frank. The first rule of Bigfoot Safari is don't talk about Bigfoot Safari. <laughs> first rule, don't feed Bigfoot. Second rule, don't feed Bigfoot. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, so you have to, uh, you know, you have to weigh that with everything. I mean, it's just, it gets asinine and, and it gets disingenuous for some of us. Um, you know, you have people with dissenting opinions. That's fine. It annoys the hell out of me when you do a deep dive on something and then people try to say, well, that, that can't be true in, in like a minute. Luckily, we did a deep dive last week on the Miller doc, and that was a beautiful thing. Yep. That was a, a beautiful thing. Um, and so far, not many people, uh, not any people have said, hey, you're wrong. <laughs> uh, like I said, Reba did an awesome job on that. Uh, she is a uh, man. She digs, and I like that. I dig other ways. She digs other ways, and um, yeah, that was that was way cool trying to find that all out. So, you know, then you look at, you know, you always look at stuff. I mean, we had Ed Smith on our show a couple of times. Um, Ed Smith turned out to be a hoaxer and lying. This first, it was the, you know this big team in Oklahoma, and he had strung along the MABRC for a while, and it turned out to oh, be yeah. the Daisy in the Box saga. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what Daisy in the Box. Yeah, and I remember, you know, Darren calling me saying, "Hey, I want you to to be on the." And we all sat in a conference call and said, "Listen, you know, Ed's an incommunicado with us now." Darren, you need to say this is our timetable and stick to it. Yeah. Because it's going to force him to either come up with the truth or not. And, and before you know it, um, before you know it, it, it all unraveled within 24 hours, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what you essentially want. Um, kind of like the Bigfoot body hoax of 2008. Oh, that's something I, I could realize the motivation for the Georgia hoax. You know, they thought you guys thought they were going to make some money, but you know, what, what, what do you get out of Daisy in the box? You know, I, well, I that was a, that was a blatant attack on the MABRC. Yeah, that's no, the money, no money involved. It was just like a revenge deal. And yeah, and I believe there was other motivations, yeah. although they were never able to prove that. Yeah. I, be I bet you, you know, and and, and I'll tell you something. I, I I've delved into that politics of Oklahoma bigfooting. It's a rough area. The Texas Oklahoma, you know, man, they get they get on some of those um, those runs. Oh, hang on, oh. they get on some of those runs that you know they are um, very very. Uh, they get very personal, very personal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's like Hatfields and McCoys when they go after one another. And there was a big feud. Um, there was a guy by the name of um, 
um, um, two bullets or whatever his name was. And I, I long forgotten his name. And he was trying to claim this trail cam or his trail cam picks were real. And then there was another guy who interdicted and first he's with this guy, then he's with that guy. And, you know, he was playing both sides and it was, it's a mess. So what, that's why I've kind of pulled back. If somebody asked me to say, hey, I, can you expose this person for us? They've done all. That's why I, I pull back at that. Hey, listen, I know you want a third party, but I'm not going to get in the middle of a, of a potential feud. Yeah. And, and, and unfortunately, that's something that, you know, if something happens in my house, I will clean it up in my house. Um, if something I feel is affecting the community as an entire whole, like Mr. Standing, like a like a, a Bob Garrett who is taking money from people, like you know, uh, you know, Biscardi, same thing. Yeah, then I'm going to be there to, to call them out on that. Uh, and if anybody new comes across the 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 the, the wavelengths that is affecting everybody, yeah, the Miller Doc was beginning to be that one. That's why, because I started seeing that pop up in places again, and I began to see people saying, "Well, there, there's there's these dead Bigfoots." And all this conspiracy theory starts to swirl on something that is so illegitimate. In fact, one of the things, and I did a little bit of a review because right now I'm working on the web page for the Miller Doc. I, I did some Thursday or last week, and I'm working on some more uh, moving forward next week, and it'll eventually be done. Um, here, here's the, the very interesting thing about. The the Jerry Lustin Columbus Day story was created first. Mm. The Miller document was made to support the Jerry Lustin story, which we debunked 100%. Mm. And then we deb eventually debunked the Miller doc. And then we eventually debunked the guy after the fact that the anonymous KS. You have to look how these things are set up. Thomas Byers, nobbylives.com. At least that was the website way back when. He had this sighting. Found out that he created the website about a month before his sighting. Hmm, great. Why would you create a website, Nobby Lives? Not talking about Bigfoot. Then all of a sudden, boom. Oh, I got a picture of this Bigfoot. Look, it's crossing yeah. the road. Right? Yeah. Those things are kind of easy. He was People psychic. He knew right. he was going to get that picture a month later. People don't want to talk about the elephants in the room. You know, people say, well, big deal. Todd Standing had gorilla gloves or Sasquatch gloves in the back. What does that mean? Well, coincidentally, he has a film where there's a Bigfoot grabbing an apple with his hand, and that's all you see. So. Yep. How about that for a coincidence, huh? Yeah, and, 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 and quick witty. The Edwards Plateau, Texas, has been getting a lot of attention. Some people talking about cover-ups and bodies is a result of the Miller Doc. Yep. That is how friggin' misinformation and false news spins out to become something completely a life yeah. of its own. <laughs> I heard and somebody said too many liars in town. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been collecting bodies from here, and that person is a person who believes in the Miller Doc that doesn't have the current information. Yeah. There are, you know, why, you know, there be there be other sources to this other than Linda Newton Perry. I'm gonna mute out for a second and bribe my pups and grab a drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, grab a ski for me. Ah, Justin Smeha. Well, that's a very interesting, interesting argument. They are there are researchers on both sides of that topic. There are still researchers to this day that believe he was, and there's researchers that don't. 
Most of the people that were close to him believe he was being truthful. And I understand that. I understand that because, you know, Dr. Warren Cook himself, who was taken in by Ivan Marks, and we know Ivan Marks was a long ago hoaxer trying to hoax Peter Byrne, trying to sell him that crappy film for $25,000. In foot with the ears that are pointed like, like Mr. Spock. Um, and, and, and Dr. Cook said that were so nice. I just don't see them doing that to me. Well, that's what conmen do. So that being said, yeah, uh, yeah, everybody's bribed. We're in good shape. But, but here's the interesting thing. I, at least I will, I, I will give Justin his, his due. That the minute his stuff came back bare, he started attacking Melba because Melba probably have told him that it was Bigfoot, and that mm. kind of gives me a little bit of pause to go. Maybe he did. Yeah. Why would he, you know, so something is not, you know, there's something to it, but I'm not quite sure where or when or where that flies. Ah, I don't know. Uh, I'm skeptical. So Janice Carter. Ah, thank you, John. And uh, looking, looking good in your picture, sir. Um, well, Janice Carter, uh, you know, I got to say this. I, I think it's there are people that want to feel so greatly to be part of a community that they will invent stories in their head that where to the point where they begin to believe them themselves. Do I think there was ever a Bigfoot named Fox that knocked at his door and asked for garlic whole, not crushed or whole, not powdered? No, I don't believe that ever happened. Uh, if I did, I, I might as well check myself in with a nice jacket and a padded room. And that is just the, the hard-ass facts about it. You have Martsev, uh, who's not a doctor, by the way. He's a man, He has a master's, but he's not an M, uh, a PhD. You have Igor Bertsev, who comes over from Russia. And say at the end of it, at the end of it, he says, well, I didn't really see anything that Janice said had happened but I believe her because she's so sincere. Again, see the commonality that yeah. there's no evidence to back anything up, but these people are so nice that they just had to be telling way. You know, I've met a lot of nice people that were criminals <laughs> and that they would even lie. About. You know, uh, I'll give you a great example. You know, I know you're about, I know you're stealing this stuff. So no, no, no. They're for my friends and family. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. But nicest person in the world. Well, I'm sorry. I, I did it. I, I fess up. It's all good. <laughs> you know, they're just lowering the moral. When people say things like that, they're trying to lower their, their moral responsibility. Of course, they're going to be nice. Some of these people, because you know what? I, you know, I know I'm making this story up, but, I'm going to be nice to them and make them have a nice experience and all is well within my head. They justify that in their own heads. In the meantime, they're lying to them left and right. Now, if people think that, wow, that's pretty, pretty harsh. Um, you know, if anybody thinks that's pretty harsh, um, um, it is what it is, I guess. I mean, it's pretty harsh. I mean, like I said, these are the elephants in the room. 
you know, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I think downright delusional. Um, you know, to the point where here's another elephant in the room that the the Erickson project actually investigated the car and, and, and actually was there. And that was part of the Erickson project too, was the, the Janice Carter farm. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. I do. Um, somebody else mentioned Cat Hansen. Now, see, I, I, uh, um, so we got a couple of, uh, the queen of stories, Cat Hansen. Absolutely. What her angle is, again, another person that just wants a field to belong to something. Cat Hansen, we know, is actually from Connecticut, <laughs> not where in the Midwest where she says she is. And, And claim violence, you know, actually, you know, one of her her minions tried to say, well, don't I think, you know, you know, Cat Hansen says, oh, I've been, I've been, um, Cat Hansen lies, you know, her life has been threatened and people are threatening violence against her for hoaxing. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Show me the, you know, show me the evidence. No evidence whatsoever. Just then her, her buddy, Ling Paul comes over and, oh, well, you know. You know why? You know why can't you? That's wrong. Can't we all just agree? Agree with you 100. percent I'll do whatever I want to stamp it out. He's yeah. Let's work together and stamp out this violence. And then two days later, he's making a post agreeing to somebody shooting me, shooting me. Yeah. In very subtle language. Well, I think they ought to be shot. Yeah. My son said the same thing. Well, I got lots of guns. And, and, and then Link Paul, yeah, they got it coming. Well, wait a minute. You just said a second ago you were going to help stamp out violence, and there you are perpetrating it. So, yeah, so I have no love for Kat Hansen. I don't care what her motive is, you know, uh, exactly. Um, so Tommy John has this long one and a nice, nice mug there. Um, the recent interview with Janice Carter made me think she's a hoaxer. She was asked a question about why Sasquatch What's the Sasquatch term for no? And she paused for like 10 seconds and she said, nay, I would be dis so disappointed. So disappointed because you could tell she was just lying and Sasquatch apparently dig a grave and sleep in them, according to her. Mm. Yeah, that's really weird. Um, nay. Nay. <laughs> nay. Nay. Um, nay, the thou, the thou best. <laughs> Dig oh, the grave and go. He says, oh, Lordy, fuchsia to Jackie, and I'm ready. Um, quick witty, Erickson probably it was just a sketchy comedy. Yeah, there was a lot of things. There was so much hope. Like, like I said, you had the Catching Project and the Erickson Project going on at the same time before they ended up merging. Uh, and then you had the Smeha incident, and and you were like going, oh, you know, something's oh. gonna hit. One of these three has got to be, you know, the the whole thing. And then one. One thing is for certain, Adrian Erickson was pumping some money into this project. Mm -hmm. And that was a fact. And it, to, I don't know what to the tune of, but it, oh, was, Erickson, it was the kind of money that was purchasing several properties. Erickson, Erickson was, was bought, bought a couple of properties. Yeah. You know, paid people money to maintain their properties. That was with the Carter farm. On-site uh, researchers. Yeah. And, and you know, the sad is is that I think it was a real, real attempt, and 
people get bamboozled sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, like the Matilda thing, you know, yeah. oh, what I got. Or the, See, the pancake yeah. video was the it first not. one I remember that came out yeah. of there. That was the only video that came out of there. Yeah. Matilda came from somewhere else, I believe in Canada, if I'm correct on that one. And uh, the other, um, uh, you know, and then you got the Carter Farm. So, you know, from there, it began to look like, uh, um, uh, and uh, Rod says, I believe Justin said the young one was already dead. But if you listen to his story, that he told on our store, didn't he kill it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then his story, and then his story changed again when he went to the Bigfoot bounty. So, but then again, I've been also told that you <laughs> that that may have been done at the behest of the producers of the show to make him sound even more. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. You know, that's an elephant in the room, Dustin Smeha. That, that's an elephant in the room. I, uh -oh. I don't know if I believe that. Big story. John is here. Hey, John, good to see you, Mr. <laughs> Welcome, Will. John. Uh, you've already missed most of the elephants. <laughs> Got to go back to the beginning. Um, you know, he he said something uh, that that inter the first time that he was interviewed was on this show, and um, he said yeah. something that I didn't like that struck me as completely wrong when he described what the little Bigfoot looked like in the face. And uh, that was completely wrong. Now, is it possible that he looked different there? I guess, you know, but to me, that that just, that rubbed the wrong chord. I'm sorry. See, I, I, I always look at it from the, the aspect of, um, you know, people have different yeah. witnesses. Uh, people have the witness, you know, people that are witnesses have different ways of describing different things. Yeah. And what may look like human like to you may be looking gorilla like to another person that may be, yeah. you know, orangutan looking to other people. Yeah. You know, and I know looking going to a crime scene where you've got like five different witnesses, they all have five different descriptions of the person. Yeah. Oh, he's five foot nine. He was five foot 11. And just the other day, I dealt with a case where somebody said the guy was five foot 11. He was actually six foot. <laughs> Yeah, because when I when I arrested him, I'm like, "Whoa, I'm like, holy shit!" So that's one of the things. Oh, said I, this guy was five eleven. What the hell? I I've seen these things in the face. I know what they look. I know what their face looks like, and I'm never telling it. Well, I never tell it on the radio on the oh, show. Uh, Ron, hmm. take place yeah, yeah. at the Carter Farm. Trust yeah. me on that one. Yeah, trust me on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Erickson project was in Kentucky. The Carter Farms in Tennessee. That's true. Yeah, but that's true. But no, Erickson financed both of them. Yeah, he actually financed a few of them. There was another one yeah. in Canada as well. So, yeah, Erickson was also behind the uh, Janice Carter investigation. Do a lot of it. Um. Uh, that was the thing with Janice. Uh, she said they had uh, they asked for garlic, and that was one of the things that we had put uh, put okay, out. And is, why is everybody avoiding the beast of Brushy Creek? Well, there are times, quickly, when we have other more pressing topics to to speak of. Um, I will uh, take a look at it eventually. Um, mind you, I live a life. <laughs> I work forty hours plus a week. I'm dealing with two herniated discs, so that doesn't make me yeah. move around very quickly, especially in the mornings when I like to get a lot of my work done. 
Um, so we we will we will. Um, it was up the up the chat a little bit. Reba Campbell said that fo said folks who gift has said they don't eat garlic, and uh, that reminded me Reba because we tried garlic cloves and they weren't touched either. Yeah. Well, like you got stuff like that. Stuff that you would think, okay, I'm a garlic garlic is part of that onion family. Mm -hmm. So uh, all those are very pungent and very uh, think about it uh, you know as a primate. Uh, yeah. Only a few people like raw garlic. There are people that do it, but there's very few. Yeah. Uh, most people like, oh, I like garlic on, I like garlic in my my food. Yeah. I like it, you know, maybe on my pizza. Sprinkle to accompany something, but on its own, it can be very strong for somebody. Yeah, as well as very gassy. I might add. Yeah, that was uh, one of the things we tried. Garlic, same, uh, same thing with an onion. You wouldn't. Onions, uh, a yeah. lot of people just won't take an onion and bite into it. No. Nope. Wow. Yeah. So, cabbage, oranges, apples. <laughs> Try about everything. Um. Uh, let's see what was OT so, You mentioned Matilda being yeah, yeah, Ron. If you want to call me after the show, I, I I will I will let you know about the Erickson project and the Carter Farm. <laughs> um uh you mentioned Matilda being pictured in Canada. What is the chances that to have OPSPEC for their project some level of disinformation? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody's I think you know. And now you're talking about the Canadian government, not the U.S. government. Well, the government's trying to, to cover it up. I, I, the, I don't the disinformation thing uh, OT's bringing up. I think he's talking about researchers, and researchers do that. They do that. Well, they put out disinformation. Oh, I and Linda, I agree. I I am one of those. I don't eat garlic raw. I, I but. Will I put it on? Will I copiously put it on certain things like the you know, like the the chopped garlic? And I'll put that that paste on some garlic bread. And, mm, yeah, yeah, but garlic bread. Yeah, um, but not many people will peel it apart and eat it. Um, you know. So, uh, John has a question. The experience I've had that Sasquatch enjoys uncrustables, more specific grape jelly uncrustables, makes sense because grape jelly. Yeah, grape jelly. Primates have two ecstasy flavor sen uh, sensors, that being the salty and that being the sweet. So if you watch the show before, I always talk about the sweet and salty because think of us as what we crave a lot of time. We crave our salty snacks like salted peanuts and chips and Doritos and all this laden stuff. Why do you think we like ramen so much? Like those noodles, because that packet is like seventeen times the normal daily amount of sodium you're supposed to have. Um, that's, uh, that's why we like those. Yeah, and of course yeah. we love our sweets. We love our candy. We love our chocolate bars. We love, you know, we love our sugar. We love, you know, we put it in uh, virtually everything. We put it in cereal. We put it in coffee. We put it, you know, in in um, pizza. No, we don't put sugar on pizza. <laughs> you know, um, grape jelly though that's that's really a good idea we never tried the grape no no grape jelly yeah. and, and, uh, I, and i would not recommend any researcher eating raw garlic before going on an expedition <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, you know that generally makes that tent noise you know when somebody's oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> linda says uh, love raw garlic and it's good for you it is good for you linda yeah but if you you can eat raw garlic, you're tougher than I am. I, I can't do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, I wonder if Sasquatch would drink diet peach snapple. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, it, would, it would probably actually, I don't know if they would drink a, a, or eat a diet product per se, because it may taste a little foreign to them, you know, because you got to understand that the, the ingredients for any time of any kind of artificial sweetener. Now I know there's a lot of concern that researchers have of keeping a Sasquatch maintaining its nice slender figure by giving it in sugared products, such as a candy bar or mm. a sugared beverage. Instead, they give it a diet beverage or a diet candy bar. Unfortunately, I taste of that sweetener because it's all chemical will actually go, ugh, probably spit it up. Probably would. So They seem to be either uh, very picky eaters or very untrusting. And right. I think it may be a little bit of both. Yeah, well, of course. And you would be too. They're in the woods and you come across <laughs> something that's edible. I mean, even if it's a plant, you're looking at the plant going, is this a poison berry or is this? Because we all know about those burdock berries there. Those things will kill you. They're strychnine. Um, make you very sick, and you'd have, you eat a lot of them, you'd die. But uh, a few of them, you would you would not be in there. They don't taste very well. Either. They're very bitter, and that's the other thing too. About you got to understand that a lot of foods, like hot peppers, um, you if we think that there's a big plan, and think about this as a big plan, you know, there's a lot of food that has their own defense mechanisms. Look at hot peppers. Why do you think the seeds are so hot? Because the actual seed is what's really the heat of the pepper, per se. Yep. And why is that? Because it prevents the birds from eating them. That way they can stay on the ground and grow another pepper plant. So you yep. think about all these things in the plant life. Why do plants drop their leaves? Not because it gets cold out. It's their defense mechanism because of snow load. So even our, you know, our, 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 um, our plant life have their own defenses and mechanisms. Mm. So you gotta, you gotta kind of think of that too, in the whole spectrum of what is Bigfoot, you know, how, if you look at the complexities of something like vegetation and then compare it to the, the, the animals and the reptiles and the birds of the world and look at their complexities. Wow. It's, it's, um, pepper seeds are hot. Yeah. Really, really hot. So Nick, Nick asked a question. Uh, what would Sasquatch, what now, would Sasquatch drink alcoholic beverages? So I'm going to, uh, <laughs> uh I'm going to give you a, a story from the chimps of the Mogambi by Jane Goodall which is one of my favorite all-time books I've read. She found that when she was, you know, habituizing the, the chimpanzees by giving them apples, she noticed they were more interested in the apples that were because they were fermented. Uh, we get yeah. a little bit of a buzz off them. Yeah. So getting a buzz off of things is also a primate thing. Yeah, of course they, they would want something. I, um. I think Bigfoot would love organic. I think they would love blueberries nonetheless. Uh, there's been plenty of reports, even in non-organic apple orchards, of seeing Bigfoot grabbing apples and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> they do love uh, blackberries. Oh, so berries is definitely oh. something. 
Any any kind of wild berry, they're they're on it. Uh, absolutely. Berries. Um, you know, you got to kind of look at a number of different. Um, um, uh, yeah, okay. OT's got another question. Just wondering if there are uh, Bigfoot species were enough be a distinct subspecies or, or, or a separate species. You know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, and you hear these people say, well, there's actually three types of species of Bigfoot or four. Kind of like the, 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 the screwiness of the the um the Miller doc, like there's like five different species. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, time. If there were more than one species, I think one of them by now would have been found. What I think, as it shows in primates, they have great dimorphism. And dimorphism means they have very different sizes, shapes, uh, you know, hair coloring and, 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 yeah. and all that wonderful stuff. And I think, uh, you know, I, I've said this before. Your North, your typical North Korean is five foot seven. Your typical South Korean is five foot nine. Those two inch difference is because of the food source present. Mm. Um, and again, it's also very shown that a smaller animal, uh, the, the larger body mass animals are generally in colder weather. Yep. Um, because they need that body mass to protect them from the elements and to provide fat for scarcities of winter. Whereas animals in warmer climates are smaller, and uh, because they, you know, less less um, less body mass means less area for that sun to be hitting down on and making you warm. So, <laughs> oh, with um, a mixed question that tickles me with Sasquatch drink alcoholic beverage, you know, about the elephants getting drunk eating the rotten fruit, and like I, I said. If Sasquatch did like alcohol beverage, they'd probably drink a wild berry cooler. Well, here's the interesting. Here's an interesting fact <laughs> that if you look, um, if you look at uh, what ferments an apple per se, yeah. um, it's a, it's a, a chemical called ethol. Now we have had a lot of Bigfoot sightings where a a Sasquatch smells like musk, musky. Well, ethol gives an odor. So I, it poses the interesting question. If you eat a lot of garlic or a lot of onions, you kind of sweat that garlic smell or that onion smell. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm wondering if some of these creatures have such a rich diet in these rotted, fermented apples that that musk smell is actually the burn off of the ethol in the apple. Uh. And that, sound theory, yeah. Sound theory, yet to be proven, but sound theory. So you, you got to kind of look at it from that that aspect, um, and that's that's the way I like to roll. I like to roll with sound theories, and it was just a, kind of a coincidence that ethol smelled like musk. And the, there's so many components to a Sasquatch smell, but one of the overbearing ones is this musky smell. So, yeah. very very good, and of course, yeah. um. And I believe the K Kentucky ones would probably have a working knowledge of fermentation. <laughs> I, I do. Unless of, course, unless, of course, it's a, a dry state. Oh, well. Or a dry county. I hey, yeah, that, my county's dry. Well, it's not this one, but the other one was dry. Dry. They just only recently had a thing where they, you could have a beer in a restaurant. 
And uh, but from the time I was a kid, all I remember, well, since prohibition, they never went back to having. So that's that's the only reason what's keeping me moving from like Tennessee and and, and Kentucky because they have these dry counties. Like why? <laughs> yeah, well, they're modernized, and the bootleggers have to make a living too. You know, so uh, if you live in a dry county, you don't have to worry about the liquor store. You just go to the bootlegger. You don't have to pay taxes. Very true. <laughs> That's just flipping weird. Um, we just got rid of our son. We used to have a Sunday blue laws here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, up until about like eight, nine years ago, maybe 10, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the sale of alcohol on Sundays was prohibited. Yeah. Still is here, I think. Yeah. Well, okay. We got some more stuff. Oh. Um, Chat room is hopping. I think Sasquatch would eat anything. He had the chance. Hey, better late than never. I agree. I expect a box of bacon, by the way. Hey, Mike. <laughs> he, my, Mike has found the smoker, and he's been smoking his own bacon. <gasps> Looks delicious. Oh, man. You know. And since he had his gallbladder out, beautiful thing to have bacon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really clog everything up. Hi, Joni. Good to see you back again. Welcome, Happy Joni. holidays to you. Felice Navidad. So, um, okay. So back on the, uh, um, yeah. Uh, Cameron says, I think Sasquatch would eat anything he has the chance to. And you're probably correct with that as well, as long as it's palatable. Like we can get hungry, but there's certain things that we would not find palatable. Like a dog has no problem eating a cat turd, right? We wouldn't eat that, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> as long as it finds palatable, yeah, uh, palatable, yeah. I think they, you know, they would have to scavenge. I think their 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 formula for food would have to be hunting and scavenging, and a little bit of both. Um, in fact, I think there's a lot of people that believe that there's a uh, the Bigfoot. You know, a lot of times there'll be coyotes near Bigfoot or vice versa. And I don't think that's because they're eating the coyotes. I think the coyotes are grabbing kill and the Bigfoot are grabbing them from them. Just like we've heard so many different stories of Bigfoot raiding deer locker or dragging off deer or, you know, whatever, you know, off a hunter. Um, yeah. you know, if you believe in what happened uh, with Mike Humphrey and the siege of Hanobia or Honubi, as they call it in Oklahoma, that occurred back, I believe, in the um, early nineties, um, you know, the Sasquatch weren't intimidated by rifle fire because the rifle fire meant a deer was dropped and that meant the dinner bell basically. And yes, primates think that way. They're, um, you know, like my cat, my, 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 my cat, you know, like here's not like, you don't think animals. When I'm going to make myself a sandwich, my dogs will be in the bedroom and I'll rip that wrapper of the sandwich bag and they yeah. know oh, cold cuts and they come. Yeah. There they are. How <laughs> are you going to get a piece of cheese, please? Maybe half a slice. It's, it's okay. Bologna or, you know, salami or, you know, pepperoni, anything. Ham. So, yeah, they're, they are there. Um, absolutely. It's, it's difficult having cats and dogs in the same house because, uh, you know, we learned that the hard way. Uh, when we first got the pup, 
she jumped in the cat box and was scratching around. We thought, I thought, hey, this is great. She's gonna use the cat litter box just like the cat does, you know. No, and she's looking then, for she's looking she, for a little she's looking for a little kitty caviar. We found out she was fishing for something. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to call it kitty caviar. And uh, when 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 the pup when the pup picked out her what she was fishing for, uh, my wife her eyes got about the size of a dinner plate. She says, "Oh my God, no!" <laughs> Uh, oh, hilarious, but yeah, so, dogs. You, know, you gotta hide the cat box. So OT says, when you're hungry, anything can be eaten. Although I saw a survival show where a dude ate a bear turd. Nature's na nutri grain bar, according to the oh, oh man. And Andrew Chris said, I'd probably resort to cannibalism before I ate bear turd. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just take a little oh. I'll just take a little off my arm. I even self cannibalism. Um, oh, terrible. So he said, check out Dude, You're Screwed, who's a bear expert from Montana. Yeah. And, of course, Mick, who's been with us for a long time, remembers poop everywhere. Yeah. Poop. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so very, very great, great chat. I love the chat room. Everybody keeps it rolling. Yeah. Um, like I said, we've talked about the elephants in the room. And by all means, I, I always say this. If you want to hear Bigfoot stories, you want to listen to Sasquatch Chronicles, go right ahead. I don't discourage that. I encourage it. You know, give it, you know, if the stories are real or not, I don't know for sure. But can we say that from necessarily anybody that doesn't have anything to back it up? I mean, it's their own experiences. And, and like I said, there, there's some doubt I have about some elements of it. But if it if if you enjoy it, watch it. And if it gets your and if it gets your juices flowing, watch it or listen to it. The same thing with same thing with mountain monsters. We know it's yeah. not real, but it's a fun yeah. show to watch. Yeah. I also believe it's the same with that show, Killing Bigfoot. With the, the the chat brought up a good point, though, about, you know, eating stuff in the wild. And that would be something that everybody needs to research. You know, what right. can I eat that grows wild? Absolutely. It's a, it's a good idea, especially, you know, you have to, you know, get, get to be a, Expert in your area first, and then start start planning out. Working. Tony asked, "Does Sasquatch eat plants?" Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? I would. They would have so. to. They have to eat plants because the primates are either are either omnivorous or uh, or herbivores. Gorillas, mountain gorillas, do not eat meat. You know, they eat leaves. Um. So you got to kind of look at it that way and look how big they are from eating those. But they're, where, where the habitats are, that, that plant fauna is in so much abundance. Yeah. But uh, for something to be as big as a Sasquatch, you would probably have to be omnivorous, kind of an opportunist as well. Um, well, yeah, that's one of the things about the, the theories about the Sasquatch that I agree with, that they would probably have a really long gut. Well, digestion, yeah. you know. well, Mick, uh, let me uh, make make my my my. He goes ber berries are part of plants. I I agree, but um, plants and fruit are two different things. I mean, you know, I I've known a lot of kids to eat bananas and and apples, but try to give them some lettuce, no, they won't touch it. So, um, 
you know, and uh, it's very true. They raid gardens and groves, and there's been sites I know down in, in, in Lower Fruitland, uh, down in um, Mexico, I believe that um, that uh, a lot of times they'd be seen eating corn, peeling the stalks back and eating the corn inside of it. And attack uh, makes a great, great point that most big creatures are herbivores. Absolutely. And um, takes a lot of calories. Yeah, yeah, it's all calories, and that—that's one of the things too. If you look at the pine plants or the or, um, pine trees, their yeah. needles even have a caloric value. Yeah, they can be eaten for uh, consumption, and that's why I think that sometimes they refer to the Green Mountain State Forest in vitamins winter months because they need their vitamins and they need their yep. green and and uh, I mean dogs will eat us. Dogs are primarily carnivorous, but they'll eat grass. They'll, they're opportunists, too. They're scavengers as well. Uh, and, and if you think about it, dogs kind of eat like us. They'll eat our food. They'll eat their own food. They'll eat whatever. So think of it, you know, the way a dog eats, kind of probably very similar way a Sasquatch eats. It, it will, they will hunt. They will scavenge. They will eat whatever they need to make do and keep their belly full. Yeah. Now, um. Yeah, uh, bears are omnivores. Lions eat dew melons uh, if they get them. Absolutely. In fact, there's a channel I watch. It's the reptile zoo uh, down in Texas, and this guy has a great channel out there. So if anybody's looking around around, I know he's on Facebook. I don't know if he's got a YouTube channel, but look around. Reptile zoo. Uh, I forget the guy's name, uh, but I'll have that for you guys next week if you if you really want it. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> He had a, um, he would take his monitor and the monitors were completely carnivorous and the monitor actually grabbed a banana and ate the banana. Mm. And he's like, I never seen this before. So yeah, I mean, if they, if you're scavenging, you'll eat anything. Mm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that guy's a lot of fun. He's got a lot of, uh, OT's making to know that he's got a lot of snakes, I see him on Facebook a lot. Um, let me see if I can't. At because um, I was just I was bored last night because I couldn't sleep because of the back. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna search that real quick. No. Yeah, reptiles. Oh, uh, I don't get okay. a lot with reptiles. The name of the Facebook. Uh, uh, page is I'm gonna slide this over here real quick. Is Jay's prehistoric pets mm. and to have snake, snake attacks Jay? Okay, I'll have to. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I, it, it's pretty pretty interesting. The video <laughs> is he. Oh, out wow. from, from the snake. Oh yeah, and, and uh, it gets a little angry because he's taking it. So what is that? Snake eggs? Those are snake eggs. Oh, yeah! Look how big they are. Yeah, and, okay. and, and it's amazing things you find out. Like they glue them together. There's like a paste on them that glues them together. Ooh. So, so check out Jay's prehistoric pets over on Facebook. Really great. Um, I believe he does sell some some of them. Because, Do you like your snake eggs scrambled or over easy? Well, it's kind of funny because he showed some of the ones that went bad because you can see they change color when they go bad. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the ones that don't ferment, they, they look very yolky. Mm. 
<laughs> I don't know what it would taste like. Mm-hmm. We I'll all never, go, oh, never but, know. But who, but who, who thought of a chicken egg? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, and, and I, you I, know, I've eaten duck eggs before. I mean, it's, I, and, and they taste similar to they taste similar to chicken eggs. Yes. I don't know. Well, you had the duck egg, right? Oh yeah, the duck egg. Yeah, tastes similar egg. to chicken. Now, people who eat snakes said the snake tastes like chicken, but I don't know about their eggs. I have no idea. So my question would be: You've eaten a duck egg. Does it taste like chicken, like a chicken egg? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So I've, I've heard ostrich eggs are delicious too. Yeah, heard that emus. Yeah. yeah. But but one ostrich egg is the equivalent. Oh, oh my god! Like, yeah. like twenty five. Can you eat a soccer ball? Yeah. <laughs> but those yeah. those snake eggs are pretty pretty big. Yeah, and it's uh, but it's amazing. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, Dep- uh, depending on the species of of snake, you know that was a that was a reticulated python. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen the boa eggs, the boa constrictor eggs. They're pretty big. Yeah. <clears throat> but then, and then the funny thing is, he actually had a uh, a bearded dragon. He show you the eggs; they're like this big. Oh wow! So tiny. It was it was uh, cool. pretty pretty neat. So. But anyway, Chris, I think we've uh, we've discussed our topics tonight. I think it's time yeah. we check out for the show for the week. We thank you all for showing up this week. Uh, the chat is still going. <laughs> yeah, thank everybody in the chat uh, for joining us. We appreciate it. If you're watching us on YouTube for the first time, please hit the like, subscribe, and uh, uh, I, I just made aware you can. There's a share. You can share that. Yes, and, uh, on social media and stuff, and it'll create links back to the YouTube video. Yeah, so, hey, folks, they got Facebook yeah. page. If you want to share this episode? Please do. We we implore you to do that. You know, do us a solid like, share, and subscribe if you're not subscribed. And uh, you know, so we'll be back next week. Um, I may be going under some dental surgery the week after the week after that. So we'll we'll all play that by ear, but. We will be back definitely next week because I'm not having surgery this week at all. So, uh, but we'll be back for episode 52 next week. We'll keep you posted as to what the show may be or what it can be. <laughs> uh, but tonight was just kind of a fun night. Talk about some of these things. Talk about, you know, uh, some standings of, of, of what I feel or what, what we, you know, what becomes important when it doesn't. Um, but anyway. Everybody, we want you to have a great and hopefully a quiet week. It seems like every every week we come on, some something freaking crazy goes on, and we don't talk about that stuff here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Well, OT made a good point before we go. Part of the COVID nineteen relief Pentagon is uh, 180 days to have a report on UFOs. They're supposed to. Disclose all the UFO de- documents. Oh, that'd be cool. Yep. So we got. So hopefully in six months we'll see that. That'll be kind of fun. So anyway, on behalf of me and Chris, we want to wish everybody here a great night. If we didn't say hello to you or get your name up on screen, we humbly apologize. But we love you all. We have the world's greatest audience. We'll catch you here next week, Sunday night, nine p.m. Eastern, right here, YouTube.com forward slash Steve Coles, Facebook.com forward slash Steve dot Coles and Twitter.com forward slash Squatch D E T Squatch that. Of course you can catch the replay on podcast 
on all your major major platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and uh, Spreaker. Uh, no, not Spreaker, uh, Stitcher. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we all uh, we all appreciate you guys. Be safe. Be healthy. God bless. Keep on squatching. Catch y'all next week. You've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless. And keep on squatching.